Thank you for listening to this podcast from Bethel Family Worship Center. Good to be in the house of the Lord, isn't it? Amen. Wonderful worship tonight. And I think Pastor Hubbard, if he'd have went just a little bit farther with that preaching tonight, we would have made an altar call real quick. Amen. Amen. He, he, he is fired up, isn't he? Amen. We love Pastor. It's an honor tonight to stand here before you and share God's word. There's two things I always think about when I get in the pulpit. First of all is God's word. Okay? Next of all, we're dealing with people's souls. Amen. With the word. And so it isn't, you know, it isn't, it isn't uh, we don't take this lightly when we stand at the pulpit, you know, with the word of God. And tonight I want to sh- uh, share a, a, a true story. I think it's a beautiful story. And if you want to open your Bibles or you can read maybe from the screen. But it's in Second Kings chapter 4. And we're going to begin reading at verse 8 tonight. This is a beautiful story, and there are several verses that I will read if you'll follow along. <clears throat> and it fell on a day that Elisha passed through Shunem, where was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread, and so it was that as oft as he passed by, he turned in tether to eat bread. And she said unto her husband, Behold now, I perceive that this is a holy man of God which passeth by us continually. Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed, a table, a stool, a candlestick, and it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in thither. And it fell on a day that he came thither, and he turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said to Jehoshaphat, his servant, call the Shumanite. And when he had called her, he stood before him. And he said unto him, say now unto her, behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldst thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among mine own people. And he said, What then is to be done for her? And Jehoshaphat answered, Verily, she has no child, and her husband is old. And he said, Call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. And he said, About this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, Nay, my lord. Thou man of God, do not lie unto thine handmaid. And the woman conceived and bare a son at that season that Elisha had said unto her, according to the time of life. And when the child was grown, it fell on the day that he went out to his father, to the, to the reapers. And he said unto his father, My head, my head. And he said to a lad, Carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon 
and then died. And she went up and laid on the bed of the man of God. She laid him on the bed of the, of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went out. And she called unto her husband and said, Send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the asses that I may run to the man of God and come again. And he said, Wherefore wilt thou go to him today? It is neither noon, it is neither new moon, nor the Sabbath. And she said, It shall be well. Then she saddled an ass and said to her servant, Drive and go forward, slack not thy riding for me, except I bid thee. So she went and came unto the man of God to Mount Carmel. And it came to pass when the man of God saw her afar off that he said to Jehazah, his servant, Behold, yonder is that Shumanite. Run now, I pray to thee, I pray thee to meet her and say unto her, Is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with your child? And she answered, It is well. And when she came to the man of God to the hill, she caught him by the feet. And Jehoshaphat came near to thrust her away. And the man of God said, Let her alone, for her soul is vexed within her, and the Lord has hid it from me, and hath not told me. Then she said, Did I desire a son of my Lord? Did I not say, Do not deceive me? Then he said to Jehoshaphat, Gird up thy loins, and take my staff and thine hand, and go thy way. If thou meet any man, salute him not. And if any salute thee, answer him not again. And lay my staff upon the face of the child. And the mother of the child said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And he arose and followed her. And Jehoshaphat passed on before them, and laid the staff upon the face of the child. But there was neither voice nor hearing. Wherefore he went again to meet him and told him, saying, The child is not awake. And when Elisha was come into the house, behold, the child was dead and laid upon his bed. He went in, therefore, and shut the door upon them twain and prayed unto the Lord. And he went up and lay upon the child and put his mouth upon his mouth and his eyes upon his eyes and his hands upon his hands. And he stretched himself upon the child and the flesh of the child waxed warm. Then he returned and walked in the house to and fro and went up and stretched himself upon him. And the child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes. And he called Jehazah and said, Call, the, call this Shumite. So he called her, and when she was come unto him, he said, Take up thy son. Then she went in and fell at his feet and bowed herself to the ground and took up her son and went out. Now, God, we thank you tonight for the privilege, Lord, to stand here, Lord, before uh, this wonderful brothers and sisters in Christ and in your presence. We ask God that you would anoint us with the Holy Ghost and bring to our mind the things that we should say. For Lord, we can't do it on our own. We need your help. And Lord, we just ask you tonight to open the hearts and minds of each one in Jesus' name. And everybody said? And the thought I want to leave with you tonight is this. 
Is it well with thee? You might ask, is it well with you? Amen. If we read this story, we can see a lot of good things in it. First of all, this uh, Elisha was a great prophet. He did twice as many uh, miracles, amen, as Elijah did. Not only that, but as we read this scripture, we found out that that uh, this Shumanite woman amen, lived in a, in a city called Shunai, Shunam. And that was a little town between uh, Mount Carmel and Samira. And so the prophet had to travel that road and go through that town every time that he went up, you know, to Mount Carmel. And of course, you know, he went up there to teach the prophets. Amen. So he, he went by there just uh, very often. And so that kind of gives you a little picture. But he passed, there was a certain house that he had to pass by. Amen. That, that uh, there was some, somebody lived in there that really took notice of him passing by as he traveled from uh, <clears throat> Mount Carmel to, to Samaria. But I picked this little, uh, this little verse, this verse 25 here in chapter four. It says, so she went and came unto the man of God to Mount Carmel, and it came to pass when the man of God saw her afar off that he said to Jehoshaphat, his servant, behold, yonder is that Shumanite. Okay. Run now, I pray thee, to meet her and say unto her, is it well with thee? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with your child? And she answered, it is well. Now that's faith, isn't it? You see, as she laid her son, uh, when her son died, she took him to that chamber, that little house, that little part of the building that, that they had built for the prophet and laid it on the prophet's bed. Now, she wasn't planning on a funeral, but she was planning on a resurrection. Amen? And so, I don't know about you, I'm not really planning on a funeral, but I'm, I'm planning on the rapture. <laughs> Amen? And so, we find the Shumanite woman was a great woman, the Bible says. And undoubtedly, she must have been kind of rich, you know. And so uh, she, she had enough money, her and her husband had enough money so that they could uh, build uh, a room onto their house for the prophet. Amen. So the Bible says that she was a great woman. Now, uh, she could be great in a lot of ways. And one of the ways I believe that she was great is that she was a great woman of God. Amen. Because she had a heart, amen, for a man of God. She had a heart for the ministry, no doubt. Amen. And, uh, and so I, I like to think about it like this, you know, uh, we as a congregation, we have a heart for our pastor. Amen. So that he has a place to live. So that he has food for him and his family so that he can have nice clothes, you know, to wear, so he can have good transportation, amen? And so we're taking care of the man of God here, right? Amen? And so, so this is what she had in her heart. Man, the Bible said she was great, and I like to add a little bit 
uh, of this uh, Pastor Hill, a, a rich woman maybe, okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. And no doubt she was a godly woman, and no doubt she probably was a tither, amen, and a giver. She definitely was a giver, and I believe that she was a tither, amen. She was a supporter of the ministry, hallelujah. Verse 8 says, she invited Elisha into her home and fed him bread each time he came by her home. Every time he came by, hallelujah, she invited him in. Can you imagine? She'd see him walking up and down, walking up and down the road, you know, passing her house, and somehow, amen, she had it in her heart and her mind. Probably God spoke to her heart and said, invite him in. He might be hungry. Amen, you've got some bread that you can feed him. And so she would invite him in, amen, <clears throat> into her home each time and feed him some bread. Not only that, but she was a thinker, amen, a motivator, amen. She was a thinker and a motivator. Hallelujah. Notice in verse 10 says, she asked her husband to build a room on their house for the man of God so that when he would come by, he could go in and eat and rest in his, in his own room. Amen. Now, I said that she was a thinker and a motivator. Pretty smart, wasn't she? Hallelujah. And you know, uh, you got to be careful, man, when your wife starts saying, I've been thinking. <laughs> Every time uh, my honey says, or when my, when my Marilyn says to me, honey, I've been thinking. I said, oh, Lord, I wonder what she got on her mind now. <laughs> because every time she says, I've been thinking, she's got something for me to do. <laughs> Amen. And so it was with this Shumanite woman. She was a thinker. And she was thinking, she said to her husband, I've been thinking we can build a room on, onto our house for this man of God. Amen. So that when he comes our way, not only can he come in and eat bread, amen, but he'll have a place where he can lay down and rest. He'll have a candle there. He'll have a table. He'll have a bed. Amen. And so, amen, somehow, some way, amen, uh, she got her husband to build that house or build that room onto her house for the man of God. I'm telling you, folks, that's a great gift from God. Can you say amen? I said that's a great gift from God. And anytime you can, uh, anytime that you can bless the ministry, anytime you can reach out and encourage the ministry of God, remember this, if you'll take care of the ministry, God will take care of you. And if you'll take care of the house of God, God will take care of your house. I can guarantee you that with the word of God. Amen. If you'll just take care of the ministry, amen, and, and make sure that everything's going all right, stand behind it, pray for it, amen, and give to it, and you'll see God begin to bless you and your family. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, she didn't, didn't build it or didn't have her husband to build this house, 
uh, so that she'd get something in return. But she did it because she had it in her heart to do. She said she wanted to bless the ministry. She wanted to bless the man of God. Amen. She recognized, amen, that he was a man of God. And not only that, probably maybe she had heard about all the miracles uh, uh, that Elisha had done thus far in his ministry. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Elisha, the man of God, wanted to reward her. You know, he wanted, he wanted to do something, amen, generous, you know, because she was very generous. And he wanted to do something to reward her, show her how much he appreciated, uh, you know, uh, the comfort that, he, that, that she had made possible for him, that little room that they built onto their house for him, amen. And so he wanted to do something Amen, to bless her, amen, because she was generous in her gift and in her hospitality. But the Bible said she refused, amen, she refused to accept any reward for her hospitality or any gift that she had given. She refused it, amen. And so we don't give to, you know, just to give, uh, to receive. Uh, we hear our pastor talk about that a lot. We don't, you know, uh, give so that we can get it back. Uh, I believe Brother Pastor Cross said something about that tonight also. We don't give just to, so we can get something back, but we give because we've got a heart to give. We give because we love. We give because we want to help somebody. Amen. We want to encourage somebody along the way. And we give, amen, to the ministry. And not only, uh, not only are we tithers and bring the tithe to the house of God, amen, so that there be meat in his house for all, amen, but we give above the tithe, amen, and so that not that we might get something in return, but we can remember one thing. God said, if you'll bring the tithe and give an offering, I'll open the windows above your head, amen, and I'll pour out a blessing unto you that you're not able to receive, hallelujah. And Jesus taught us, amen, what a blessing it is to give. So it's the, it's the, it's the motive that we have. We give because we love to give, Hallelujah. And, then, you know, we used to sing a song uh, in uh, what we call the PYPAs, the Pentecostal Young People's Rallies, we call, You can't outgive the Lord, no matter what you do. You'll find out in the end, the Lord's outgiving you. <laughs> oh, we should have had music with that one. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But she wanted, Elisha wanted to bless her. Man, he wanted to reward her for all of her hospitality and, and this wonderful gift of a, of a chamber, you know, to go into a room where he could rest and, and all those good things. <clears throat> but his servant Jehasa, the servant of Elisha, suggested a child. Well, she won't, you know, she won't take anything that you've suggested, but I believe... She don't, you know, she don't have a child. She don't have any children, you know, and because now they're even past the age of having any children. Kind of reminds, you know, of Abraham and, and, and Sarah, right? But in verses 15, 16, it says, and he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. And he said about this season, According to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, Nay, my Lord, 
Thou man of God, do not lie unto thine handmaiden. And the woman conceived and bare a son at that season that Elisha had said unto her, according to the time of life. Amen? You know, she couldn't have got a better gift. I believe every, I believe every, every woman wants to be a mother. I believe that, I believe that God puts that in them, you know, when he created us. Am I, can I see the hands of the, mother, of the women? You know, I believe every one, every hand went up. You know, they want to be a mother. And she wanted to be a mother. I don't know how many years they've been married, but now they were old. Now they couldn't have any children. Amen? But with God, all things are possible. Nothing impossible with God. Amen? And not only that, you know, uh, the prophet of God, when he spoke, he spoke under the anointing of the Holy Ghost and the power. Amen? He spoke the mind of God. Amen? And, and so God knew this woman wanted to be a mother. Amen? Uh, she, she wasn't interested in any other, any other kind of gift, but she was excited about this. And she said, look, I'm old and, and my husband's old and, and I can't see how this is going to happen. Amen? But, and, and don't you be lying to me, preacher. Huh? Would a preacher tell a lie? Well, he ain't supposed to. <laughs> right? And she said, now don't be lying to me. Amen? But he said, about this time, you know, next year, you're going you're to have a son. Hallelujah. And the Bible said she conceived and bare a son at that season that Elisha had said unto her, according to the time of life, Amen. And so that was the greatest gift that she could probably receive. Amen. Hallelujah. Because her husband was past the age of child and she was having children and so was she. Amen. But that was a great gift. Think about it, folks. Amen. What a gift that she had gotten. Hallelujah. And not, not only did uh, Elisha uh, want to bless her, not only did his servant want to see her blessed, but most of all, God wanted to see her blessed. I said, God wanted to bless her. And without God's miraculous power, that could not have happened. But I'm telling you tonight, folks, amen, God can do all things. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible with God. You know, down through the years of pastoring, there have been several different times, you know, that as a pastor where a, a woman could not have children, the doctor said, you know, you, you can't be, you can't, uh, you can't get pregnant. You know, you can't have any children. And so they just kindly accepted it. But then I've seen many of them, amen, come up for prayer. Amen. I said many of them come up for prayer. And we just simply pray the simple uh, uh, prayer of faith. Amen. And the next thing you know, Amen. Their belly had begun to bulge out. <laughs> I mean, not like mine, but. The next thing you know, they got a little baby. I said, the next thing you know, they got a little child. Hallelujah. You know, God can do all things. 
Hallelujah. I said, he can fix it. He is the fix-it man. Hallelujah. And God knows how to do it. Amen. And, and so God is the one. Hallelujah. The, the Bible teaches us that he pro, the prophet promised it. Amen. But he, he, he promised it by faith under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And what he spoke. Amen. When a true prophet of God speaks, it will come to pass what the true prophet of God says. Can you say amen? I remember a, a preacher came in, an evangelist came in one time and preaching a revival for us and, and he calling people out, you know, ministering to them one-on-one -on -one and he would say, and he, and he brought this one sister up and, and, and began to witness to her and he said, now sister, you're going to have an angel visit you within two weeks from now. And said, you're going to be at the, at, at, uh, uh, at the sink washing your dishes and said, an angel is going to visit you and he's going to have a message for you. And, and then he said, then he gave her some instructions. Now, this is what you've got to do. Amen. You've got to pray. Okay. Amen. And you've got to keep your mind upon the Lord. Things like that. Well, anyway, what really happened, two weeks went by and then three weeks went by and she come to me and she said, that must have been a, a false prophet, Pastor Hill. I didn't see no angel. I ain't hear no angel. And I said, did you do what the man of God told you to do? She said, well, what do you tell me to do? You know, sometimes we just want to hear what we want to hear. Can you say amen? If you're not obedient, I said, if you're not obedient, amen, I, I wouldn't call him a false prophet. Amen. I, I, I just said, I just, I just told her, I said, you didn't do what the man of God told you to do. Amen. I don't know why I said that. <clears throat> Hallelujah. So she got her blessing and she got her a man child. Hallelujah. And so after the blessing, there came a time of testing. After the blessing, there comes a time of testing. Can you say amen? Amen. You, get, you know, you can, you can get a blessing just enjoying the blessing of God and everything's rolling along just wonderful, you know, and, and we've got this hallelujah in our song, in our life, you know, and, and all those good things and we're just praising God and having, you know, enjoying ourselves and amen, and God's just pouring out blessings on us and all of a sudden something happened, amen. The, uh, the blessing turns into a testing, <laughs> amen. The next thing you know, folks, amen, our faith is being tried and this is what happened to this human woman, amen. The Bible tells us, amen, that her son got sick. I said, the Bible said her son got sick. He must have been pretty healthy up to then. But something happened. A testing came. Amen. Verse 18 says, and when the child was grown, in other words, you know, he, he, he began to grow. I don't know how old he was. It doesn't say. Amen. It says, when, when the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father to the reapers. And he said unto his father, my head, my head. And he said to, uh, uh, and his father said to a lad, carry him to his mother. And when he had taken and brought him to his mother, he set, on his, he set her on his knee, amen, till the noontime. From morning to noon, her son sat on her knee, amen. And undoubtedly she caressed him and 
Maybe she prayed for him and, and, and tried to encourage him and comfort him and all those good things. That's what a mother would do, right? Amen. But the Bible said at noontime, amen, that the boy died. The lad died. And she went up and laid him on the, the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went out. And as I said a while ago, she wasn't planning a, a funeral. Man, she didn't go down to the funeral home, amen, and, and start making arrangements for a funeral. Amen. But she, amen, went after the man of God. She was looking, amen, for a resurrection. She believed in the resurrecting power of God. Amen. There's something about this great woman, this humanite woman, amen, that she had faith. Hallelujah. And, and she, she went after the man of God. How many knows it's good to go and listen to the man of God? How many knows it's good to have the man of God to pray for you? How many knows it's good to pray for one another? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And the Bible said she laid him on the bed of the, the prophet's bed. Amen. <clears throat> and she went up and laid him on the bed of the prophet. And then she shut the door and went out. She went hunting for the man of God. She went looking for the man of God. Amen. Because he's the one that gave her the prophecy and it came to pass. Amen. She was a believer. And so she went after the man of God. Now the Bible tells us, you know, if you're sick, you know, you know, call for the elders of the church and let them anoint you with oil and pray the prayer of faith. Amen. And the and uh, and prayer of faith shall save the sick, right? Amen. And and it's and so she went after the man of God. There's been a time or two I've had to go after the man of God. Pray for me. Amen. There was one time I went after a woman of God, or my brother went after a woman of God and brought her to our house. Amen. Because I had cut a, a leader in two in the bottom of my foot. Amen. I stepped on a, a, a fruit jar that was broke in the creek bar. You don't know what a creek bar is. I don't know. I know. I know what it is, but you might not know. <laughs> anyway, I cut my foot and, 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 and I couldn't stop the blood. And my brothers and sisters were trying to stop the blood. And they tied all kinds of things around my leg, you know. But every time my heart would beat, that blood would go shh, shh. So they went after a, a woman of God that lived down the holler away from us. You don't know what a holler is, I guess. Right? <laughs> anyway, here comes this woman, a godly woman. I said a godly woman. And she had her Bible. Amen. I don't know what she done, but the blood stopped. But she done something. Amen. And the blood stopped. Amen. God, you know, you've got to go after it. Can you say amen? Go at it, after it by faith. Believe that God's going to intervene. Hallelujah. God knows how, and we just simply need to have faith and trust him. So she went after the man of God. She put action with her faith. She put works with her faith. Verse 25 says, so she went and came unto Let's see where she came unto. Came to the man of God to Mount Carmel. 
And it came to pass when the man of God saw her afar off, he said to Jehazah, his servant, Behold, yonder is that Shumanite. Behold, look at there. There's that Shumanite. And verse 26 says, Run now, I pray thee, to meet her and say unto her, Is it well with thee? Is it well with the husband? Is it well with the child? And she answers, It is well. It is well. Thank God. Because she trusted God. She believed. Amen. That's why she went after the man of God. Hallelujah. She was looking for a resurrection. Hallelujah. Verse 32 says, And when Elisha was come to the house, behold, the child was dead and laid up on his bed. See, she insisted. She insisted that Elisha follow her back to her home where the son, where her son was lying dead. Amen. And Elisha, he wanted to send his staff, send his servant with his own staff, you know, and Elisha's staff and lay it on the boy's head. And that didn't satisfy her. That wasn't what she was after. That wasn't who she was looking for. That wasn't who she came after. Amen. She came after Elisha. She came after the man of God, a man that had promised her a son. Amen. And it came to pass. And she enjoyed, was enjoying her son. And now he was dead. Amen. And so the Bible said, amen, that she got a hold of Elisha's feet, you know, and, and, and he probably tried to get away from her and, and send his servant to get this job done. Amen. But she said, no, I'm not going to let you go. Amen. You're going to go back home with me. Amen and you're going to pray for my son. Amen. I'm, you're going to have to follow me back home. Amen. And so the Bible says, amen, uh, that she, or that he followed her to her house. And behold, when he got there, the, the boy was dead as he laid upon Elisha's bed. And verse 33 said, he went in therefore and he shut the door upon them twain and he prayed unto the Lord. Hallelujah. I said he prayed unto the Lord. Amen. And verse 34 says, And he went up and lay upon the child and put his mouth upon his mouth. Amen. His eyes upon his eyes, his hands upon his hands, and he stretched himself upon the child for the flesh uh, of, of the child uh, waxed warm. Oh. I've never prayed for nobody like that. I mean in that fashion. Verse 35 says, then he returned and he walked in the house and got in the house and began to walk to and fro and went up after that and stretched himself upon him and the child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes. Hallelujah. I don't know what the sneezing done, amen, or where it came from, amen, but thank God he sneezed, amen, seven times, hallelujah, and then he opened his eyes. I'm telling you, folks, a resurrection had taken place, amen, and life came back into that little boy's dead body. I'm telling you, God is able to raise the dead. I said God's able to raise the dead, and we can, we can hear the testimonies of these things, and we can read it in the Word of God. God is a resurrecting God. God is a God, amen, that can raise the dead, amen, to life again. Wow. Whoo, well. I feel some resurrecting power. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Determined faith. She insisted. Preacher man, you're going to my house and you're going to pray for my son. Hallelujah. Somebody shout amen. Amen. Verse 36 said, And he called his servant Jehasa and said, Call this Shumanite. So he called her and she, she was coming unto him and he said, Take up thy son. <laughs> Can you imagine the joy that filled her heart? Can you imagine the excitement to see her son who the last time she had saw him, he was laying cold, dead upon the prophet's bed. Oh, hallelujah. But now he's alive. I said, now he's alive. Hallelujah. The excitement, no doubt, was so great. No doubt there was rejoicing. No doubt there was great thanksgiving from him, coming from her heart. But in verse 34 or 37 it says, And she went in and fell at his feet and bowed herself to the ground and took her son and went out. What a, what a wonderful miracle. What a great power of God manifested in that home that day. Hallelujah. Give Jesus a hand clap. Amen. Jesus is still our resurrection. Hallelujah. He is our resurrection. Can you say amen? When he raised Lazarus from the dead. Amen. But the Bible says the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead shall also quicken our mortal bodies. Can you say amen? Thank God that he is the, he said, I am. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. And when you've got Jesus, you've got resurrection power in you. Hallelujah. Your body might die, amen, you know, before the rapture takes place. Amen, our bodies may die, but remember this one thing. There's somebody inside these old, this flesh and bones of ours shall never die. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Hallelujah. And he that believeth in me shall never die. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. I could almost preach. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask you a question tonight while they come to the music tonight and, and singing. I'm going to ask you a question. Is it well with you tonight? Is everything all right? Is it well with your husband or your wife? Is it well with your children? Is everything okay? Everything hunky-dory? I don't know what that means either. <laughs> it is? Okay. Think about it. Is everything all right? Everything fine? You know? Is it well? Is your... On your job, is everything going right? Is it well with your business? High cost of living today, isn't it? Is it well with your health? 
Is it well with your marriage, your relationships? Is all well with your finances? Is all well with your soul? Think about it. Let's just bow your head for a moment. Just close your eyes with a little prayer. Is it well? Is everything okay? We should never have the attitude, I can handle this job all by myself. Never have that attitude. God loves us enough that he wants to help us with little things and big things. He is our great provider. We're his children. And he, take, he, he can take better care of us than our parents took care of us or that we take care of our children. We're a child of the king. But while your head's bowed and eyes are closed tonight, if you're here and you say, just by the raise of your hand, everything is not okay. Come on, raise your hand. I see those hands. Everything's not okay. Be honest with yourself. Okay. I'm going to ask the, those who praise, for, praise with us come up around tonight. And you that need prayer, I want you to come up. If you need salvation, I want you to come up. So let's stand right now. In the book of Jude, it says, we should earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints of God. Don't give up on your faith. Faith in God can move a mighty mountain. Amen. As our prayer warriors come. This humanite woman would not let go of Elisha until he went and prayed for her son. We shouldn't leave the church tonight if things are not well until we've been prayed for. Amen. The same God that worked in Elisha is here today, right now, tonight. And so when it looks like there is no hope, let me encourage you, look up. For all things are possible with God. I feel in my spirit tonight, somebody is very discouraged. And maybe even fearful. I'm going to ask you as, as, a, as a pastor tonight, turn loose of it. Give it to God. Okay, don't give up. Hold on to your faith and hold on to the promises of God. God's the same today as he was in Elisha's day. Amen. Come on, if you need prayer tonight, feel free to come. We'll pray with you. Amen. And God has promised withhold no good thing from them that love him. Amen.
If you need prayer, feel free, feel free to come. You know, several hands went up tonight. Don't be bashful. Amen. Don't say, oh, it'll be okay. Everything's going to be all right. Amen. Feel free to come on up. Okay? Feel free. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Bethel Family Worship Center. 